When we ask you to take that certificate and nail it to the wall and then convince people that you can change their life, the reality is like your life is still changing. Welcome to the Model Student Podcast. My name is Taylor and confession, I too love learning all the tools and the concepts, but at the end of the day, I want my dreams to actually work. Like not just regular, regular dreaming, but like actually creating something that has impact in this world. This podcast is a place for us chronic learners over consuming types um, to actually just become students who feel connected and significant. We do this by taking massive, effective action. Simple. Let's get into the episode. So today's episode is about identity shifts and growing your business. I think that when we're talking to people who have studied for a while and now it's sort of game time for them, one of the things that is so important to recognize is that your identity as a student is very different than the identity that you may be offering to your clients. And yet the reality is you are not an expert. I mean, the ink isn't dry on your certification. And so the confidence that we're expected to feel oftentimes, in my opinion, is unrealistic. We haven't had years of tenure in changing and transforming lives. We haven't had a great deal of mastery in terms of teaching concepts and being able to articulate our thoughts clearly. Like We just don't have it yet. And so there is a real space for us to continue to be a student. And yet at the same time, most of us have made not only time investments, but also financial investments. We've asked our families to watch the kids. We've asked our spouses to go to bed alone some nights just so that we could have a chance at our dream. And so to get to this point now where we're expected to perform and expected to kind of go at all cylinders, I know so many who feel overwhelmed and frustrated And here's the thing. The reason why you feel overwhelmed and you feel frustrated is because you are so committed to your previous identity. I know that sounds super deep, but there once was a time where you weren't dreaming about this and you didn't want it so bad and you weren't so aware of the skill gaps that you have and you weren't so... um, You weren't so aware of the skill gaps that you have, and it wasn't so obvious that you have legit need to improve your skill sets and you felt a different level of confidence. Like there was a time where this wasn't an issue. And so when we ask you to take your little certification, and I I say little, but let's be real, a lot of us invested a significant amount of time, energy, and money into the sheet of paper that says we know or at least have some idea of what we're talking about. But when we ask you to take that certificate and nail it to the wall and then convince people that you can change their life, the reality is is like your life is still changing. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. Because if we were talking about marketing, I would be telling you to be a product of your product and to be an example of what's possible. I mean, those who follow some of the same leaders that I do, the Stacey Baymans, the Life Coach School, they're all great, great thoughts that we can embrace. But here's the thing 
is like, how do you practically become a product of your product? What does that look like tangibly? And I think that one of the first steps we must do as new coaches is start believing in our new identity and in the space that has the business, that has the clients, start dreaming for that person or that identity and leaning into it and and dealing with the discomfort of that. It's looking in the mirror and telling yourself, nope, you're a coach today. You're not a coach tomorrow. You're not a coach after the next course or the next module. You're a coach right now. And what do you want in your business right now? And who do you want to serve today? Because this is what we'll be asking our clients to do. We'll be asking them to believe in a future option or a future life for themselves that they can't quite hold just yet. It's not that they don't want to. It's that they don't even see it with great clarity. And yet we want them to put money down on it. We want them to like, it's like, have you ever been asked to buy into a timeshare that wasn't built yet? And they won't show you any pictures. They won't show you the little model homes. They just want you to like put a payment down and say you'll keep paying for the next like two years till the building pops up. Like not many of us are all in about that unless they paint this vision of a life that we can really buy into. And here's the problem. When you created um, the opportunity for yourself to be a coach. And you might've done that by getting certified or by investing in some new tech or by uh, signing a new client. Like all of those things are creating this opportunity for you to kind of paint a vision of what life could be like. Maybe you're journaling about how great your business is going to be and all the new inspiration you're taking in. When you do that, most of us paint this vision and then we start demanding payments on it. But then we stop painting the vision and it's like it, nobody's excited to invest at that level when they don't have clarity about where they're going. So what I want to encourage you with is that no amount of learning and no amount of consumption is going to be a substitute for you leading yourself into your next identity. So let me break that down a little bit. Your client, whoever you're on a consult with, for example, is going to sign up to, you know, take a call with you or they're going to consider your landing page and they're going to consider paying you. Now, if they weren't taking a leadership role in their problem and the leadership could leadership role could simply sound like, yeah, I have that problem and I want a solution and I'm willing to consider paying this girl to help me or this guy to help me. That is taking a leadership role. When our clients do that, it positions us to show up and serve them. It positions us to paint a clearer vision for them. We do that every time you invest in your coaching practice, every time you invest in your business and invest in yourself, what you're doing is taking a leadership role in your future, in the future that you want for yourself. And that act of consistently investing in your future, making the payments before you see the building, before you can move in, develops confidence and connection. It comes from you showing up. You ever notice that on a like sports team, the bond that the team has is either amazing or it's crap. It's typically one or the other. Like they're all in for each other. Like they feel like family or 
There's just a disjointedness about the team, and it even shows up in the way that they play. If you want your clients to be people who are all in on your services and all in on the solution and all in on the future, then that comes from you being in the trenches with them. So the reason why you feel overwhelmed and frustrated is because you're not quite yet all in on who you're becoming and the dream that you're building. Maybe you're still concerned about what your family's going to think. Maybe you're still worried about what your friends are going to say when you introduce this niche that maybe feels a little scandalous or maybe you seem a little underqualified for. Newsflash, like nobody's qualified for a new niche because it's new. You build your qualifications when you commit to being a leader, a leader of a problem. Miles Monroe has a quote um, in one of his um, sermons where he talks about how leaders choose a problem and take responsibility for it. And that's really what I'm asking you to consider is that When you choose to have a business, particularly one where you're serving people, you are choosing to lead in a problem. Doesn't mean you have to know everything about it. It means that you choose to stand up front, to raise your hand first, to figure it out. When there's an issue, you take responsibility for it. And I'm suggesting that you won't be able to do that well in your business until you do that well for yourself. One of the first problems that I'm making you aware of, if you haven't already dealt with this, is that you're going to have to take the lead on this idea that your past version of yourself is a problem for the future you are creating because the past version of you is not able to be effective in the future because what you want to build, that version of you hasn't done it yet, has no experience, and since it's the past, can't learn anything new. You were who you were. Now we can talk about who you want to be. We can figure out who you are, but we can't take that past version of you forward. You're going to have to be willing to let it go. And to the degree you don't want to let it go, all you do is tie yourself to who you've been, which disqualifies you from who you want to be. This is how you become an example of the transformation that you're trying to sell and that you're trying to inspire people to want in your Instagram post and your Facebook post when you're teaching. It's being an example that it won't kill you to give up all of the associations that you have with who you've been. And it is a commitment to becoming someone new, someone you haven't seen before, someone you don't have experience with. It's no longer asking for approval and validation, but it's saying I'm willing to learn until I grow my experience and I'm not learning what the problem is. I'm learning how I want to deal with the problem. Meaning, if you know that you want to have a coaching business, it's a commitment to say that I understand that I don't have understand everything about having a coaching business, but I'm willing to learn what I need to learn. And the only problem is the moment I'm unwilling to learn. And that is solved. 
And then when you start niching, we say, listen, I'm committed to people who feel overwhelmed in tech and they're newly certified and they've made a bunch of investments and now they're overwhelmed and frustrated and I don't have all the solutions. I'm going to figure out what works for these people because I don't want them to feel this way anymore. I'm committed to being a solution to them. That's what it's about. But when we get confused and we make learning about the actual problem itself, the challenge with that is it it puts you back in indecision. Then we add on overwhelm and frustration and ultimately discouragement. Why? Because you're taking yourself back to an identity where you are not a leader. If you want to create transformation for other people, then the key point here is that you have to be willing to go first. You have to take the lead in the problem that you want to solve. And part of being the leader in that problem is taking responsibility for it, maintaining and gaining and growing your ability to respond to the problem. And we grow our ability to respond, our responsibility when we learn. What we do not do is learn about the problem and then abandon it. That's just lack of leadership, right? So what's the solution just to kind of sum it all up? It's to go all in. It's to stand up for a problem. It's to show up for this thing that you're calling your baby. Why? Because things that are nurtured tend to grow. I cannot tell you how many people I have coached that Each session feels transformational, but when I step back and look at what I've accomplished and the results that I've created, have I done great things? Yes. But did I hope to be somewhere different? Yes. And I believe one of the reasons why I can see that disparity now is because looking back, I was not committed to a problem. I was committed to feeling good while I coached. And what that does is get you clients, but it does not build you a business. It doesn't build your brand. It doesn't build integrity with others. But most importantly, it does not build integrity and trust within yourself. And that's what this is all about. It's learning how to take responsibility for the problem that you are willing to lead so that you can leverage that in the relationships that matter most to you. What does leverage look like? Leverage looks like not wasting, not wasting money, not wasting time, not wasting energy and effort that you put into that. It looks like not tearing down the website just because you don't like it. It's saying, does it address the problem that I'm committed to leading? And then what can I learn as I keep doing this that can make this website further serve the person I want to impact, that I want to be a solution for? It's a commitment to making the most of every moment by showing up. Leverage only happens when you're present. You cannot leverage moments that you are unwilling to show up for. You can't leverage, learn, and lead if you are unwilling to build a new identity that includes the dream you have. Right now, your past does not include your dream. The future that you're building can include your dream. You have to be willing to identify the problem, commit to leading it, learn how to respond in such a way that creates a solution for someone else, and then leveraging that relationship that you create with somebody around being a solution is what makes you have a business. You will have to shift your identity to do that, and you totally can. This is so possible for you.
This is what it means to be a model student. Model students take responsibility for an issue or for a concept or for a life that they want, not just for themselves, for other people. And they're willing to learn whatever it takes to be a solution. When you're all in on this, when you're all in on being a solution to someone in the beginning, it can, well, let's be honest, in the first year, it can be super challenging. It's one of the reasons why so many coaches talk about how the first 100K is the hardest money to earn because it is you trying to shift your identity while growing your skill. And this kind of push-pull is can often be debilitating and, and it can create a paralysis of sorts if you let it. I'm essentially asking you to write a plan for your business and for your life and then to show up for it no matter how you feel, no matter what it looks like, no matter who else shows for it. I'm asking you to trust yourself when you have no reason to do it. This is not easy stuff. It's actually very, very vulnerable to have a dream and to live it out. This week in the practices, which is just my weekly email debrief where I show you what this practically looks like, I'm breaking down the concept that I've been talking around this whole episode. The concept is called future self. I have a practical resource for you to check out that will bring the idea home for you. And in turn, your actions will get more efficient. Your results will be more impressive. Your thinking will be more effective. I know this because this is what happens when you practice with a team. Sign up at themodelstudentpodcast.com, rate and review, and then we'll talk at the next practice.